the swamp drawer where all good produce goes to die. Dun, dun, dun. We couldn't afford it even when there weren't food shortages. We certainly can't afford it now. Recession proof your grocery budget. Learn to grow the food your family eats without the weeds or the waste. For more information about my simple and easy container gardening course, where you will learn to save money by growing your own healthy organic fruits and vegetables, go to joyfulprepcontainergarden.com. Have you ever found yourself feeling out of control and overwhelmed with all the chaos in the world? As mothers, we're dealing with some pretty heavy stuff. Joyfully Prepared guides and reassures mothers that they can create a home of love, unity, and laughter, as well as produce an atmosphere of resourcefulness and resilience. I know a lot about a few things and a little about a lot of things. I'm your host, Wendy Bergen, and this is the Joyfully Prepared Podcast. Well, hello there. I was thinking that I think it's safe to say that for most of us before 2020, most of us really hadn't or didn't experience the shortages that we find almost commonplace nowadays. Um, since for three years now, shelves are, are patchy. Um, we have random things that are on that are shortages. And I think about a couple of years into it, I realized that um, the, the impact of the shortage or whatever it is, shortages, whether it's plural or single, the impact is less when you have skills. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So this is the Joyfully Prepared Podcast, and I'm your host, Wendy Bergen, and I'm super grateful that you're listening. Thank you so much. I wanted to um, invite you as you're listening to think about what you can teach other people. When you learn something, that's good. But when you go teach it, your learning intensifies. Like when you teach it, you learn it more. It's that kind of a thing. And it, it kind of penetrates a little bit more. It, it sinks. You have the... Um, you remember it and you're able to absorb it. All these super great words. So go teach, go teach. Okay. So a long time ago when I had little, little children, um, I have, um, I have seven children altogether, but these were the early days when I only had four. <laughs> My husband has two daughters from his first marriage and uh, I had two little children and I was pregnant with my third. And back in those days, we were super strapped for money, super poor. I did have a small food storage, which included things like wheat berries and rice and canned vegetables. I knew how to can um, foods, so I did, did do some canning. Um, I had a small little garden, so I had things. We, we, we were fine. We were eating just fine, but... Um, it was just, and we, and the, and the kids were starting to grow into the age. You guys know that age, like nine, 10, 11, where they just start eating everything. It doesn't matter. Boy, girl, it doesn't matter. They just be eating all the things. Happy to feed my kids. That was never an issue for me. And, um, but it was, the grocery bill was, was climbing on up. And I was 
I, I, I was, I'm not complaining. It's just, these are just the facts, ma'am. And I was talking to a dear friend of mine at the time. She was really a mentor to me in the, the, the arts and skills of self-reliance. And I was telling her kind of what I was, then I think I was complaining, but I'm not complaining now. And I was saying, you know, things are a little tight for us. And she taught me something very, very important at that time. She taught me, she said, what you do is you make wheat bread, make it every day and give these, give the children the wheat, the wheat bread. And I was like, oh, okay. So I started doing that. And this is what I learned. Number one, it filled them up. We fed them food, like regular food. They weren't just eating bread. They were eating food, but you know, their meals and everything like that. But this filled them up. And number two, saved us money. And number three, there was nourishment. I'm not just talking about the vitamins and minerals and the, the calories. I'm talking about how the emotions and the senses were nourished as well. This warm, delicious, healthy bread with butter, I have to have butter on it. And these children ate and they were nourished and they felt warm and comfortable and safe because that's what bread cooking and eating does for you. Bake that baking, ugh, the baking of the bread and the smells that come from it. It's only good stuff. I'll, I'll do an episode in the near future about the best bread I ever made, which was just a couple of weeks ago. And, um, and how that just warmed me up so much too. It just nourished me. Okay. So these three things, fill them up, nourished and nourished them, save some money. It was, it was like the trifecta. It was the big, it was a big win for me as a young mother. And as a mother, we have innate desires to serve as women. We do as mothers, we want to nourish and provide for our children and even for other people. And, um, in fact, I talk about that in episode 35 called the errand of angels is given to women. Go listen to that. Cause that's, that'll go into more detail, but we have this desire to make sure that we are providing and comforting and nourishing those who we have stewardship over. And, um, and that made me feel it made me feel good as a mom. And I'm sure you guys have had those, those moments as mothers, as women, when you're able to provide for those in need and our children are in need, right? So as we talk about these three vital skills, I want you to keep that story in mind. So let's get to it. Let's talk about these skills. Number one, you need to be able to produce or procure your own food. So that can come in many, many different forms. You can go to the store and buy it. You're procuring it. Okay. You can just buy it, buy it and bring it home. You can grow it, grow your own food, have a garden, um, grow, grow little plants, eat them <laughs> and nourish your, 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 your body use them. You can grow animals. You can grow chickens to lay eggs and have those. You can grow chickens to be meat. Um, I 
an episode back in the summertime about the um, with Brandon Bailey about the, um, have, getting your own cow. I, you know, I, I don't grow my own cow, but I found a cow and um, paid someone to grow it for me and, and it was taken care of. And now, you know, I have meat in the freezer. So there's different ways that you can procure. You can grow it yourself. You can have somebody else grow it for you. You can buy it. There's different ways to do that. And you, and you want to save them, whether you're freezing them. Um, and we're going to go, oh, we're going to go into that. I jumped ahead of myself. Um, remember, there's other ways to procure. If there's bartering, um, there's that, that is a fascinating skill to develop as well. Um, so procuring, producing your own food, that is your number one vital skill. Number two is preserving that food, whether you're growing your food and you have abundance so you can can it like tomatoes or all peppers, all sorts of different things you can can, right? Fruits, you can learn how to can it, freeze dry it, um, dehydrate it, freeze it. So you're preserving that food. And you can go to farmer's markets and buy, like that's the procuring, right? Go to farmer's markets, buy abundance, come, at home, come bring it home and preserve it. There's lots of different ways you can do that. I was talking about bartering. Bartering is a great skill. You can, if you have an abundance of this and they have an abundance of that, swap. Great, great thing to do. Part of preserving is storing it as well. So you've preserved it in a can or in a freezer or however, mylar, however you've done that, but you need to store it so that it has the life, the shelf life that it can as long as possible. So you want to store it cool, dry, and dark environment. You don't want to put it in your attic. You don't want to put it in an unair conditioned garage or out in your shed. That's not where food goes because the heat will destroy it quicker. It won't happen just overnight, but you won't get to, um, you won't have it for as long, the shelf life. Um, you also want to um, keep it safe from insects and rodents, anything like that. If you're preserving canning, we'll talk about this later too, but Canning food, you want to make sure that it's stored properly um, in case of natural disasters, like an earthquake. You know, you want earthquakes, flooding, fires. You know, you need to know what your area is prone to and then store that food accordingly to protect it. Okay, that's number two. Number three is um, being able to manage the food, rotate the food, use the food. So you want to learn how to rotate it, how, you know, you don't, if you go to the store and you have buy 10 cans of green beans, then you, when, as you're using them and you bring 10 more cans in, you pull the older stuff to the front and use the front stuff and put the new stuff in the back and you rotate it through that way. That's just one, one little way of rotating it. But ultimately rotating it comes in the form of using it, of eating it, Right. Um, when back in the day, my husband's been self-employed since we, we've been married. So 20, 25, 26 years, I think we're coming up on 26 and we have, we've had, uh, months and years even of abundance where he has lots of work. And then we've had many, many times where it has been lots of scarcity 
And I started, I was always very thankful for my food storage because I could feed my family, right? Because I had taken of the abundance and stored it up in the form of food and savings. And that way, you know, um, the family could eat. So what I did, this is what I did, as I started referring to the time of scarcity as a time of rotation. This is when I would rotate out my food. I would bring it in, bring it in, bring it in. And when we didn't have a lot of money, I could rotate it out. And then when, when the abundance came back, I would bring it in again. So I, I looked at, I was grateful for the food and grateful for the ability to rotate it out. Um, you need to know how to prepare your food that goes along with managing it. If you have like wheat stored or other whole grains or dried beans, how do you prepare those? That's part of managing. How do you work with them? How do you develop recipes or use them to eat um, and keeping track of it? That's part of managing. Do you keep an inventory of what you have, what you need, how are you using it? Some people are way more detailed than others. I am the other end of way more detailed. I am less than detailed. And I just kind of keep a rolling inventory in my mind for the most part of what's going on. I've missed a few things here and there, but I kind of know what's going on because I'm, I'm in and out of my food storage. We use it a lot every day. All right. So the three vital skills, number one, produce or procure your own food. Number two, preserve it. And number three, being able to manage it. Those are the parent skills to everything else that goes with, with them. Being able to can, being able to grow a garden. Those of you who are super organized, I have to learn the skill of organization, knowing how to manage it. Um, you know how to cook with it. All those are skills that are underneath these parent skills, the vital skills. Okay, so I just want to insert right here, right quick. With, with um, the approach of spring, at least here in the United States, um, this is the time where you want to start thinking about starting a garden or growing a few little things. And I have um, written a container gardening course a couple of years ago, and it's in there. Let me tell you, it is simple. You do not have to spend a lot of money. It, you probably already have the pots, the vessels, a bag. You probably already have what you need as far as what you put the plant in. You'll have to get some soil, um, and that's in there, the easy way to do all that. And you can either plant seeds or you can go to a nursery or like a Home Depot and buy you know, a garden center, you know, and buy pre-started plants, and then you can pop them in the pots. So if you have pots, you can do bags too. There, it's not expensive to start a container garden at all. You can grow inside. You can grow on your little balcony. You can grow on a doorstep. Or if you have a bigger yard, you can grow more and bigger, whatever. But um, this, this gardening, container gardening course is going to teach you how to start at the very beginning and how to grow and how to, you know, make this something that you can do, that you learn how to produce your own food. That's, it's that simple. So you can go to my website, joyfullyprepared.com, go to the tab at the top that says courses and um, scroll down. You'll see 
container gardening course and click on that and that's where you can go and get that. So anyway, so there's, that's, you have a tool, that's great. Okay, so we, in the, in the next, in the future, future podcast episodes, we are going, I'm going to be talking about these, um, these skills, but one at a time, producing, procuring, preserving, managing, we'll break it down a little bit more so that you can see um, how this can work in your life, because I know you want that. It's, we all want freedom. Freedom comes from being self-reliant and knowing how to do these things. You got it in you. I know you do. Okay, so here's what I want you uh, to think about. Well, you've already thought about something. You've already had one idea pop into your mind of where you could start or continue or um, research or do. You've already had some thought, that one thought. Maybe you've had multiple Pick one, maybe it's only one. Let's just start with one and go do that. So that's where you're going to start. And then you'll start talking about it. Guess what I did? I um, put a seed in a pot and it's growing and people are going to get all excited. You will be surprised at how many people are trying to do these things right now or are doing these things right now. You will be amazed at the influence you will have over others in a good way, like you'll be an influencer, right? In a good way where you can um, show them how that you're doing it. You don't, you may not know exactly what you're doing, but you're doing it. And that's part of just, I have an episode called Do It Awkward. Go back and listen to that one. Just start somewhere. Um, do it. Re reach out for support. And um, you probably have friends who do all sorts of different things, whatever your idea may be, whether it's gardening, whether it's canning, I don't know. There's so many. We can just talk about that for days. But you can come join my free Facebook group. You are invited. I would love to have you, and so would our group. We have a fantastic group of women and a few men sprinkled in there. They are lovely Um they are doing it. They reach out for help. They are super smart. Um, it's a wonderful, delightful community, honestly. So you um, can just go to the website. It's called Joyfully Prepared on Facebook. It's a private group, and you're welcome to join it. Um, but you can also go to www.joyfulprepgroup.com. And that's the link that'll take you straight to the Facebook group as well. And I'm, we would love to have you join and enjoy like-minded um, people who are working towards self-reliance and, and doing it. So I want you to know that you are important. You're doing a great job and you're on your way. And this is a joyful journey. Enjoy your day. Thank you so much for listening to Joyfully Prepared. I'm grateful for you and appreciate you inviting me into your life. Please subscribe and tell all your friends about this delightful podcast. Leaving a joyful review would earn you all sorts of karma points too. I invite you to join my free Facebook group at www.joyfulprepgroup.com and join with other like-minded mothers.